0: Last week, we learned that everything in our life needs to be on the altar for God. Um, Abraham is called to the mountain by God. And sometimes God has to call his men or his women to the mountain. And um, there's business that he has to do uh, with our Isaacs in our life. Uh, God called Jesus. And um, there, all of our sins were forgiven on the cross as He died. But uh, everything that we have must be on the altar for God. And you can tell if it's not on the altar by how much you squeal when the Lord asks for it, or excuses that you make, or whatever it might be. I was listening to the radio this week, I think it's Tuesday, and uh, I like to listen to... uh, Satellite network, and there's a gentleman who was speaking, uh, Ron Vietti, was with Valley Bible Fellowship in Bakersfield. And he was talking about this passage where where uh, Abraham offered up Isaac. And he was talking about how everything in our lives must be on the altar. And he said this. I thought it was funny. Uh, he was just kind of rolling, right? And he said, you know, like like someone comes to me, like in counseling or whatever, and they say, oh yeah, yeah, I My husband's leaving me. or My wife's leaving me. I'm going to kill myself. He goes, you know what? Get a grip, all right? If your spouse would have been where they should have been on the altar before the Lord, you wouldn't be talking so crazy. I was like, wow. (laughs) If I could could quote that, something like that. I didn't didn't quote it word for word, but I just thought, you know what? I mean, how true is that? You know, it is. Everything, even those things that are closest to us, need to be on the altar. And it's not that something like that wouldn't be a terrible thing to go through, but I thought his perspective was right. And um, uh, the things that we love most must be uh, on, on the altar. Uh, Isaac was willing, was a willing sacrifice because of his trust in his father, Abraham. And just as Jesus was a willing sacrifice because of his trust in God the Father. In Genesis chapter 23, um, Sarah dies. Sarah dies, and and I'm actually going to skip that. We're going to skip chapter 23 and come back to it next week, and because we're going to do chapter 23 and chapter 24 next week. Because uh, chapter 25, because in chapter 25 Abraham dies, <laughs> and I want to kind of link the two. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about chapter 23, and, and then we'll 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 look at how Abraham dealt with. With the death of his soulmate, and then we'll look at how, in chapter twenty-five, Abraham died, and we'll move on to Isaac. And actually, we're 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 in that now. So, in, let's pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just um, we just give you this night. I thank you for these folks being here, and we pray, Lord, that, um, that you would take your word and 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 um, uh, give faith to it in our hearts. That you would take your word and make it resonant that there's something that you want to speak to every one of us today, and we look to you to speak it. Whatever it might be, just one word from you, God, would be, would be more than enough. Jesus, you said that we don't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. What well, we have here before us, the, the, the words of God. And so, um, what well, we look forward to what you want to say to us, have your way, O oh God, and, and be glorified in our midst. In Jesus' name, everyone said, Okay, Genesis chapter twenty-four. Genesis chapter twenty-four, and uh, this is chapter twenty-four is all about servanthood. It's all about servanthood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this illustration. In two thousand four, Summer Olympian Matthew Emmons was shooting for the gold medal in the five-meter three-position rifle final. Uh, just hit close to the bullseye. He didn't even have to hit the bullseye. If he hits close to it. He wins a gold medal. So he slowed his heart. And these guys pretty much bring their heartbeat, you know, these sharpshooters bring their heartbeat to just almost nothing. Uh, so there's absolutely no movement within them, centered on his target, and he hit the bullseye. Uh, only thing is, he didn't win the gold medal because he actually shot and hit the wrong target. And because of that, he ended up in eighth place. Eighth place, right? Um, and so being a servant is going to take single mindedness. Uh, if we're going to follow the Lord. These days, we're going to have to be focused. We're going to have to be real focused. And um, just like Abraham was willing to give the very best that he had in Isaac, his son, give that to the Lord, if we want to serve God, we're going to have to be focused. We're going to have to be really, really focused. And, and we're going to look at this servant, uh, Eleazar, and um, uh, and how his, uh, uh, he, he had wisdom he had planning, and then he depended on the Lord for the results. He had wisdom. He had planning, and he and he, de- and he depended on the Lord for the results. And so, um, Abraham is is as it says in verse one was old. And whenever the Bible says someone is old, that means they are like really old, right? <laughs> right. I mean, he's get he's he's getting up there, right? And 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 typically that means that he's he's coming to the end of his life. Th- that's what that means. He's he's coming to, to the end of, of his time, uh, and but there's there's uh, there's something that he has to do. Sarah's already gone, and, and there's something that he needs to do before he um, before he passes, and that is he needs to find a wife for his boy. Okay, he needs to find a a, a wife for his boy, and more importantly, this is a legacy. Uh, he wants to protect that covenant uh, that God would. Through Isaac, one day all nations on earth would be blessed. He wants to protect that and, and see that, that that comes to pass, and he wants to do that by choosing a wife for his Isaac. Now, in the custom of the day, that was what took place, and in some, you know, eastern, even African nations, that still takes place, where where uh, or you your, your wife gets chosen for you, so you better be a good son or daughter, or son or daughter, because you may not like how that goes, but... Uh, Um, so he wants to I- ensure that. And it's a wise parent that does whatever they can to ensure the legacy of their children, of their grandchildren, of their future generations. Uh, Proverbs 12.22 says, A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. Children's children. <laughs> right? Uh, and how much more to leave a spiritual uh, I- inheritance to our children. Proverbs says, again, train up uh child in the way that they should go and at the end they won't depart from it now that's not a formula it's not like hey we trained you up in the way of the Lord you have no choice but to follow him we all understand everyone every person must make their own choice for the Lord but it's our responsibility to train them up it's our responsibility as a church to train up our children in the way that they should go you know it's, 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 it's first and foremost the parents responsibility And I have to tell you, when I was in youth ministry, I thought it was my responsibility. And I took it like that. It is my responsibility to train up these children in the way of the Lord. And I was wrong. It wasn't my responsibility. It was my responsibility to help parents train up their children in the way of the Lord. And then to involve the church in training up the children of the Lord. You know, to bring mentors in and to bring uh, uh, people who will come alongside of parents, you know, to, to raise them up. Um, but, hey, listen, um, you know, children, they, they will not always do what we say, but they will always follow what we do. So, you know, that starts by us being an example for them. So, all right, we're in Genesis chapter 24. You could subtitle this message, How to Get a Wife. You could. I might be a couple single cats in here or ladies. Uh, how to get a wife. But, but really, this is, this is being a servant it's being single-minded and it's being focused on on what god has for you so chapter 24 verse one through four says now abraham was old everybody say old uh, he's old he's old you know abraham abraham he you know he still got a lot of money but he old yeah he old. he's advanced in age and the lord had blessed abraham in every way how cool is that the, the lord blessed him in every way <laughs> it's like there's just like the lord said that's it man we can't bless him anymore than we blessed him we have blessed him any every possible way we can bless him how cool is that now it wasn't like that at the beginning right but you know he's come through the challenges and come through the storms and and he's written the highs and the lows and the lord's blessed him and Abraham, verse 2 said to his servant the oldest of his household who had charge of all that he owned how about that position okay uh, Please place your hand under my thigh, and I will make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven, the God of earth, that you shall not take a wife from my son from the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I live, but you shall go to my country and to my relatives and take a wife for my son Isaac. Abraham realizes the problems that can happen with a mixed marriage. He realizes the problems that can happen with a mixed marriage. And he's not talking racially, he's talking spiritually. A uh, spiritually mixed marriage uh, is, is a recipe for disaster. I have said to my share of, of, of men and you know, young young men and young women, uh, young women in particular, you know, when you look at that man that you're about to marry, do you see him as a spiritual leader? For you and your family and your future children if not you better not marry him because when a sunday morning comes and he talking about watching the broncos and you trying to go to church don't say nothing to me <laughs> because you you knew that when you married him right uh listen while it's true that opposites often attract two spiritual opposites is a deadly mix it's a deadly mix Uh, well what is this about marrying a relative hold on now if you read that and and you're not real familiar with that that might have caught you and you went what is up with that up until the law of Moses this was permissible okay once the law of Moses came which would be a long time from here hundreds of years from here the Lord said okay no more Adam and Eve that's how they populated the earth remember that the gene pool was clean even though they had already sinned that that second law of thermodynamics had already kicked in, things were breaking down, but uh, unless the Lord created another people group on the other side of Eden, that's the way that he had to do it. So was not weird or, or goofy? Certainly uh, it, uh, it came to a point where the Lord said no more because that's how he chose to populate the earth. Now, why doesn't Abraham just send Isaac? Why not just, you know, he's anywhere from, because it says... Um, Well, we'll 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 see at the end that um, um, thus Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. We don't know how long the time frame from Sarah's death to the time that Abraham sent out this servant to get his wife, but he's he's you know he's thirteen, fifteen to thirty years old. He's old enough to go get his own woman. He he is, Uh, but but he's not going to let that happen. God had told Abraham to leave his country. And he was not to go back, uh, neither was he to send his son back. There are some things in life you just can't go back to. And the, the Lord had delivered him from Babylon, from Ur of the Chaldees, and he was not to go back there. Uh, so, so he sends his servant, and he certainly wasn't going to send his son back there. He certainly, hey, listen, Abraham is old. Maybe he's sensing that his time on earth is done. The last thing he's going to do is send his son back to Babylon. You know, you know, people come to Las Vegas and don't make it out, right, financially or, or spiritually. You know what? You, you. Everywhere I go, people say, where are you from? Uh, you know, uh, I, I don't even like saying it. And I go, I'm from Las Vegas. And what do they do? You know what they do? Vegas! Ooh, it's like, no, no, it ain't like that. You know, I don't even go, you know, anyway. You know, we live here. We don't have to explain it. Locals get it, right? Um, All right, verse 5 through 10. Now, here is the task. Go and get my son a wife, all right? And the servant said to him, reasonable question, suppose a woman will not be willing to follow me to this land. Should I take your son back to the land uh, where you came? And Abraham said to him, beware lest you take my son back there. The the Lord, the God of heaven, who took me from my father's house and from from the land of my birth and who spoke to me and who swore to me saying to your descendants i will give this lamb he will send his angel before you and uh uh, uh, and you will take a wife for my son verse eight and what if the woman is not willing to follow Uh, uh oh i'm sorry but if the woman is not willing to follow you then you will be free from this my oath only do not take my son back there he's looking out for his son He's he's still young. He's still kind of, you know, green behind the ears. You know, don't take him back there. He'll see things he's not ready to see. He'll experience things he's not ready to experience. No, I'm telling you, don't take my son back there. He's like, all right. So the servant placed his hand under his thigh, uh, the thigh of Abraham, his master, and swore to him uh, concerning the matter. Verse 10, the servant took ten camels uh, from the camels of his master and set out with a variety of goods. Uh, of his masters in his hand, and he arose and went to Mesopotamia, to the city of Nahor. Okay, wiz- everybody say wisdom and planning. Okay, Eleazar has no way of knowing how he's going to do this. <laughs> okay, he's loaded up, got the camels, you know, they can go a long way. Got the camels, got, got, got all kinds of wealth, because remember, Abraham was a sheik. And he was incredible. He he he'd be living in Dubai right now if, if he was alive. I mean, he'd have one of them big high buildings, living the whole top. Of, probably the whole building would be his, right? All right. And so he's so he's got some resources, um, but but he has no way of knowing how he's going to do this task. He just knows he's been commissioned to go and do it. Okay. And, and there are times in our life when when we don't get the specifics either. We don't know how we're going to do this thing that that God has has said to do but we've been commissioned to go and, and that tells us that you know we don't need to have all the information to you know to know how to get this thing done because we like to know the end result we like to know god okay the lord you tell me how to do this and i'll go and the lord's saying no you go and as you go i'm gonna tell you how to do it and miss melbourne do you, do you agree with me i get a witness over here you know that's how that works sometimes. You know it's nice when God gives you the steps and you you a five year plan, ten year plan. Man, I'm trying to get to tomorrow, all right? And you know uh, that's that's my plan. What's your plan, man? What's your five year plan? Get a good night's sleep tonight. That's my five year plan. Okay. Now sometimes no there's and but there's nothing wrong with with wisdom and planning. But He doesn't know how He's going to do this, and we can't let the specifics stop us. Because if, if you wait till you get all the details, you may never go. And, and usually you get them. at, What a huge responsibility! Okay, this is this is his his right hand man. This guy is. He's his trusted servant. He wouldn't trust anybody else with this. You know. You know. You you don't, you, you gotta be careful who you trust your children with. You gotta be careful. You ain't been trusting your children with anybody. And, and and he's trusting this his son's wife to this man. Uh, this is a huge responsibility what What if he fails how could he ever face Abraham this is a I mean God has promised the Messiah that, that, this, that the entire earth will be blessed through Abraham's seed that is through his descendants and I've got the responsibility of finding the life that will continue that seed what if I really mess this up I mean, this is huge you know, I thought about this. Um, would you rather attempt something big for God and fail or attempt nothing great and never know the thrill of the journey? I don't know. I, mean, I, don't, know. I don't know. I'm not saying just be, just be haphazard just kind of like not think this. Like, I'm going to go do that. you got to be commissioned. <laughs> you got to be called. But, but would you rather attempt something big for God and fail or attempt nothing great and never know the thrill of the journey? See, God's called his people to big things. He has. And you know what? Is there such a thing as failure when you've been commissioned? You go. When you've been commissioned and you go, you've already won, regardless of the results, because the results are up to the Lord anyway. What if he would have said, you know what's It's too much. Let someone else do it. No one else was going to do this, because Abraham wouldn't have asked him didn't know he could trust him with the call sometimes we might think lord this is too big let someone else do it moses said that didn't he take find someone else lord god wouldn't have asked moses if he didn't know moses could do it through him moses started off great he recognized his own weakness and said lord get somebody else that's perfect if you believe you can't do it you're a perfect candidate for ministry <laughs> it's when you think you can do it you might have to worry. Now, I'm sorry, no, you might be a little bit mature in the faith and have that kind of faith, like, "No, Lord's going. That's that's okay too." But, but the, he's he's saying, "Hey, you know what? Uh, we we gotta gotta you know, we gotta do this, God. We gotta do this." Um. All right, verse eleven through fourteen. He's loaded up and he's on his way. And he and he made the camels. Um. Uh, the servant that took the yeah, verse 11. And he made the camels kneel down outside the city by the well of water at evening time uh, when women go out to draw water. So he's, he's there. He's, he's in Naor, Mesopotamia. And so he so again in verse 11. He makes the camels kneel down outside the city by the well of water at evening time, the time when women go out to draw water. Okay, that's a good plan. All right, what do we got so far? Well, listen, man, what time, what time is it? Okay, listen, the ladies... That's what they did. They went out and and gathered water. That's why when Jesus said to the disciples, you'll find a man carrying a water pot, ask him. uh, I think he said ask him for his house or his donkey, one of the two. And that was like, well, men don't carry water jugs. See, but this was what the women did. Now, to this day, even in African countries, you you, you know, it's the women traveling five miles one way to get water. Right? Not so much the men, women and children. All right? So, so he knows, he knows the culture, so he's using his own wisdom. And he knows that the women are, are, are should be making their way out to the well to draw water. Verse 12, and he said, and I love this prayer, O Lord, the God of my master Abraham, please grant me success today and show kindness to my master Abraham. Behold, I am standing by the spring, and the daughters of the men of the city are coming out to draw water. Now may it be that the girl to whom I say, Please let down your jar so that I may drink, and who answers, Drink, and, uh, and I will water your camels also. May she be the one whom thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac. And by this I shall know that thou hast shown loving kindness to my master. Okay, you know, God is a God of specifics, and so he's saying, Okay, Lord, you know, here I'm, I'm here. And here come the ladies, and you know they got veils on. I don't know what anybody. I'm not, you know. So, here's what I'm going to do. You know, I mean, when did he? When did he? I wonder if the whole way there he was thinking, what am I going to do? Where do I go? And and I don't know how all this came about, but it came about. And and this is what he said. And and he's praying a a specific prayer. And listen, while there's nothing wrong, I have a friend. You know, man, he's he's a he's a dear brother. I mean, he needs to be discipled still. You know. he needs to be just—you know—some cats just, you need, know, man, went, okay, you've been a Christian for twenty years. You need to be disciple, bro. And he prays this prayer: God, just, just bless the whole world. And I go, okay, man, I, I get it. I hear your heart, but can we be a little more specific? <laughs> you know, nothing wrong with that. Bless the whole world. That's a great start. Uh, but we got to move on and trust him for other details, specifics. George Mueller, a man that, that housed thousands upon thousands of orphans in his life, uh, tells the story of his college tuition one year. He talks about how he, he birthed, uh, it, uh, 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 taking care of all of these orphans, and he never let anyone know what, what his needs were. Okay? So he prays specific because he knows the women are coming out uh, and, and, that, and that it was the custom of the day to offer water. Uh, to a stranger so so that wasn't a stretch I mean, somebody's going to offer him water because culturally that's what they did okay uh, but not for the animals see so he he said lord I, I want someone who has that gift of hospitality man by the way if you're single you might want to find a woman who has that gift of hospitality right and, but i want to find someone who will go over and above that see she won't just ask me if i want water she'll get water for the camels attitude of service that would go beyond and notice, notice he, what he doesn't ask for lord please let her be hot <laughs> right i mean let her be fine like let i want to see her and go oh that's got to be her right there oh man no victory hey 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 no <laughs> you know because a lot of dudes have been like no she is fine i'm telling you he's gonna love her right watch out now what's that old song when you love a beautiful woman? whatever that old song? No? You don't remember that? It's an old country song. It's like the only country song I know. Right? Anyway, whatever. Um, he's looking for someone with inner beauty because the scripture says charm is deceitful and beauty is vain. The woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. Uh, okay. So he's asked for specifics and, and let's not Let's be careful and not throw out fleeces either. There's a opposite side of that. Let's not say, Lord, if the next three lights are green, I know that's your will. Okay, all right. Depending on the day on rainbow, that can happen all the time, right? You know, uh, God works through us and causes us to will and do his good pleasure. But I do believe it's okay to ask for open doors. Father, this is what we feel in our heart. And if that's you, open the door. I think that's what he's saying. Inner confirmation and outer circumstances work together to confirm his will. Inner confirmation and outer circumstances, like open doors, work together to confirm his will. So he's made a plan. He submitted it to God. He's praying for guidance, and he gives room for God to operate. Okay? Um, verse 15 says, And it came about before he had finished speaking. Before he he had finished speaking. Don't you love answered prayer like that, Lord? Please, if you—Whoa, there it is! Whoa, man! You didn't even—You know, God knows what we need before we ask Him. I love it when that happens. When, when, when you pray, you know what? I had to give you my Starbucks story today. And again, I, I, I didn't have any money on me. This is my Starbucks story. Today. And I was meeting another pastor at Starbucks. He didn't even offer to buy me coffee. So anyway. I don't drink coffee. I don't drink coffee, but I just thought of that. Because I lost my wallet. And you know that feeling? It's just like it's just like like how you doing? I'm okay, <laughs> you know. Why really? Well I lost my wallet. Oh, you know, I mean you can't you really can't think of anything else. I'm trying to be hospital, I'm trying to be cool, I'm trying to act like it ain't no big deal, the whole time I'm thinking, dog, call and cancel all the credit cards right now, right? And so so, uh, you know, we're meeting I'm tracing my steps and I'm going to Star Nursery and there's no I know that I had it because I paid for the little sprinkler thing, right? And then I came here and I called Julie, said Julie, check my office for my wallet. She checks it. She goes, I don't see it. I went, okay, panic now, right? Driver's license, everything. Plus I had at least, you know, I mean I had, I had a little bit of I don't usually carry a lot of money. I had a little bit of money in there too. Oh my god, no. And so i meet with this pastor who did not offer to buy me anything, knowing I didn't have any money. And there's another brother who is a brother in the Lord who's a real, you know, I see him because he, like, hangs out at Starbucks. I don't know. He's a retired contractor. And he just, like, and, and he actually knew this pastor. And come to think of it, he didn't offer to buy me anything either. So they had no hospitality going on today. But, but you know, I I don't know. I just, and I thought, okay, what am I going to do? You know, I had Julie look in the park and thought, you know, and I'm thinking, I'll get back to star Nursery. I, yeah, I ain't got time for this. And this, the Lord pressed on my heart, you know, have Michael, not this other guy, have, have this guy pray, just just pray. And I you know, and I'm, I was okay. And he was actually getting ready to leave, and I just I said, come on back. I said, Mike, come on back, man. I said, I just, you know, can we pray for my wallet? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Well, we didn't even think of that. I go, yeah, well, you know. And, and, and he prayed, and he just prayed that I would find my wallet, and, and I was like, okay. And then I tried to be cool and hang out a little bit longer and not say, okay, i got to go right now. Like, I'm trusting in God. Uh, I was like, all right, I'm out of here, right? And, and I went back to, you know, start No, we no one has turned in your wallet. I didn't think so. I came back here. Look at my little credenza behind my desk, and I go, and I see my Bible, my other Bible, and, and it was open just like this, and and I went like that, and it was my wallet. I'm like, hallelujah, woo! Praise the Lord! Somebody say amen! I was like, oh, that just saved me two and a half hours, you know, plus a whole lot of headache and Department of Motor Vehicles. Oh man, I was rejoicing. Don't you love it when God answers those prayers? So I called. Text this other guy back who did not offer to buy me anything, and I said, Yo, ma'am, bam, got my wallet. Call Mike and tell him I got it too. Thanks for the answered prayer. Love it when the Lord does that, right? While he was still speaking, look at what happened. Verse 16 through 21. Okay. Um, before he finished speaking, verse 15, that behold, Rebecca who was born to Bethuel, the son of Milchop, the wife of Abraham's brother Nahor, came out with her jar on her shoulder. Okay, that's good. She's related. That's what he said. Someone from my family, and that's okay. Now, that's that's good, right? Right? Are we good? And she's got a water pot. She come out there without a pot. You wonder, what are you doing here, right? Okay, she's got the water pot. Verse 16. And she was very beautiful. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! <laughs> Right? Now, listen, the Bible, whenever the Bible says, someone was handsome, speaking of like, like um, um, as we'll get to uh, uh, Joseph, uh, 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 she was not just, she was very beautiful, which means she was okay. She was a knockout. She was 10. She was fine. And a virgin, which means she was unmarried. No man had had relations with her, and she went down to the spring and filled her jar. Then the servant ran to meet her, and you would too, and said, please, here it is, here's my here's my line, please let me drink a little water from your jar. And she replied, drink, my lord, and she quickly lowered her jar uh, to her hand and gave him a drink. Now when he, she had finished giving him a drink, she said, I will draw also for your camels until they have finished drinking no way! I can't believe you said that. Verse 20, so she quickly emptied her jar into the trough and ran back to the well to draw, and she drew for all his camels. Verse one meanwhile, the man was gazing at her in silence to know whether the Lord had made his journey successful or not. That's a strange verse, but we'll get to it, all right? Now, he's, he's, uh, now one camel can drink 20 gallons of water of water uh, a- after days of, of journey. Uh, Elie- Eliezer had ten camels. It says in verse 10, she's busy. She's busy being a kingdom girl. She has t- She. Ha- she's going to get water. She has no idea what's about to happen. You talk about a life-changing event. How did you meet this man how did you get in, in the lineage of the Messiah? I went to go get water, and I offered it to some camels. I don't even know why I did that. I don't even normally do that. But that day, I just felt like being a servant. I don't know. She had She's busy being a kingdom girl. She's serving. She's blossoming right where she's at. She's not maybe doing anything different than she would do any other day. Sometimes we think God has to is gonna is gonna speak something in the clouds or God's gonna speak loudly like go to Nineveh Oh, did you hear that? No man, I didn't hear nothing. What are you talking? You know, no, it's just she's going to give water to camels. Just the mundane, busy being a kingdom girl. We don't know nothing about her other than she's fine, you know, and she's related to Abraham and she's going to get water and she offered it to the camels. That's all we know. You know what? Stay busy where you're at let your roots go deep where you're at. God will promote you. God will take you. God will bring Eliezer, the servant, to you when he wants to speak to you or move you or do something or change something in your life. You stay busy where you are and watch what God does. And do it with a servant's heart. Because if she didn't have a servant's heart, she wouldn't have been at the way. Never know when. Know. So stay busy. And he's gazing at her in silence to know whether or not the Lord had made his journey successful or not. What's he doing? He's just giving the Lord wound God. God, this is exactly what I asked for. But he's still patient. Still, still. You know, I've told you this story and I'll repeat it again. You know, when I was in youth ministry, my goal was that every kid would hear my stories at least five times before they graduated. You'll hear these things over and over again. But when I, when the Lord spoke to me about John being uh, my wife, clearly, I, I, I knew I, I was not that crazy to make that up. That would be crazy. <laughs> that would, like, Lord told you, what boy, you crazy. You better go back in your prayer closet, right? And, and I knew. I just knew. And and, and, you know, I wanted to just immediately tell her and just get this thing going. And the Lord said, don't you do that. Do not. Do not do that. Now, let me tell you what. One of, if not the hardest thing I ever did was know that she was going to be my wife and not tell her. And, and yet, yet, you know what? I didn't need to make room for God to confirm it in me. Need to make room for him to confirm it in her. And, and, and I did not know. I found this out. I found out all kinds of stuff much later. I'm like, what? You did not. You, you was you made me jump through all them hoops for nothing, right? I, I did not know. <laughs> oh, she was screwed. She was like, no, no, you can't have my number. What? Anyway, she. She um she had made a deal with the lord unbeknownst to me she had made a deal with the lord because you know a couple guys that god's told me we're supposed you know christian mac daddies right you know trying to like you know christian mac man that's so lame you in the church man talking about let's go pray together stop it come on talk about this fellowship man you need to quit get all out of here boy go to the church down the road man we don't even want that here You know, I don't know, I just, every time I get it, oh, stop it, all right? Well, a couple of cats had said that to her. The guys just feel like God's showing me, and, you know, maybe you and I, she'd be like, mm, (laughs) oh, there goes that friendship, you know? (laughs) She had made a deal with the Lord that if the next guy that comes and tells her that, let that be a sign that he's not the one. And I did not know that, so I'm so thankful God, God, Gave room for her. He room for her. Uh, he's given room for God. Well. The camels had finished drinking. The man took a gold ring wing, a half shekel, and two bracelets for her wrist. Ten shekels. And he said, whose daughter are you? Because he doesn't know. Like we know. But he doesn't know. Please tell me, is there room for us to lodge in your father's house? I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Milchan, whom she bore to A. Okay. And she said, we have plenty of straw and feed to room and lodge in. The and look at this, verse 26, the man bowed low and worshipped the Lord. Said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who has not forsaken his loving kindness and his truth toward my master. As for me, the Lord has guided me in the way to house masters. Brothers. Brothers. Ah, um Eliezer is introduced to Rebecca's mother and to her and and her brother Laban, and we'll talk about him a little bit later. Uh, but this man is single-minded. He's focused on on this task. Verse 33 says, when food was set before him to eat, he said, I will not eat until I have, my, until I have told my business. A- a- and Laban said, speak on. He, you know what, man? I'm, I'm, I don't want to eat yet. I need, you need to know what I'm here for. Verse 49. Uh, so... Uh, now, if you're going to deal kindly and, and truly with my master, tell me, and if not, let me know that I may turn to the right or to the left. Uh, verse 54, and he and the men who were with him ate and drank and spent the night. And when the uh, when they arose in the morning, he said, "Send me away to my master." Let her brother and her, mo- but her brother and her mother said, "Let the girl stay with us a few days." Uh, Say ten, afterwards she may go. Okay, no, 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 we're not waiting no ten days. I need to get back. This is the Lord. Uh, there's a time to, to, to sit still and, and just gaze and, not, and leave room for the Lord to work. And there's a time after the Lord's work to move forward. And that's what he's doing. And, and, and then watch this, verse 57. And then then they say, they said, we will call the girl and consult her wishes, which was not really typical. It was like, here, girl, here's what you do. Here's who you're marrying. Uh, no, 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 no. What do, what do you want, Rebecca? Uh, and they called Rebecca and said to her, will you go with this man? Stop. Okay. She got the bling on, right? Apparently this was some weighty gold. So it's like, okay, whoever this young man is, somebody's got some money, all right? Because this is serious, you know, bling. Serious. This is. So that's good. And, 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 you know, the caravan, she could see. So obviously there's a lot of money involved, but, but, but it, 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 she does not know this man, Isaac. And now maybe the servant has, a, maybe she knows from a distance, oh, that's that related, this how, and may, maybe there was some understanding of that. But, hey, she doesn't even know what he looks like. This is a massive step of faith for her. And she doesn't know that the lineage and the Messiah is on the line. She doesn't know that. I mean, she's she's going to be a part of birthing Christ thousands of years after this. But she doesn't know that. And and, and she's a servant, though. And, and, and so what does she say? I will go. Oh, man, I will go. I will go. Man, you talk about an Opportunity. What if she would have said, no, I mean, this is my family, I'm just going to go off with this, I don't even know these, no, she goes, I will go, I will go, she had no idea what was awaiting her, oh, circle that, underline it, may we be a people that will say, Lord, I'll go, I'll go, well, yeah, off she goes. <laughs> And they they speak a blessing on, on Rebecca, verse 60. May you, our sister, become thousands of ten thousands. And may your descendants possess the gate of those who hate them. Ah, that's powerful. She had no idea that her descendant, Jesus, would possess the gate. 61 Rebecca rose with her with her maids and they mounted the camels and followed the man. So the servant took Rebecca and departed. Alright, 62 through 67. Let's finish this up. Okay. <clears throat> now, now Isaac. Okay, so we forgot about Isaac, right? Isaac knows the servant's gone and he's coming back with a wife. You'd be gentlemen, you'd be pretty excited about that, right? Like, you know. I mean, like, I don't know, you, I probably would have said to LA's, hey man, don't hey, hey. Take care of your boy, man. Don't be playing no games now. Uh, hey, hey, I'm still your master. <laughs> you know, you better, you get it. Hey, hey, get it right now. Come on. Yeah, look out for your boy. Yeah, come on, man. You got a lot coming if you get this right, right? If you mess it up, ew, you' gonna be a new servant in the house. You going back to Egypt? I'm telling you. I don't know. That's what I would have said, right? <laughs> All right. Um, now Isaac had come along, ha- had come from going to Be'er Lahai Ra'ai, uh, and he was living in the Negev, the south country. And Isaac, now check this out. Isaac went out to meditate in the field toward evening. What's he doing? He's just looking the man. He's going out to to, to meditate, probably on the Lord. Look at the stars and and, and, and consider. Man, God says one day my descendants will be be like the stars in the sky. My descendants. Oh, man. To meditate in the field toward evening. he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, camels were coming. And Rebecca lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she dismounted from the camel. And she said to the servant, who is that man walking in the field to meet us?" I don't know exactly how she said it. I don't think she said it like that. I think she she said, who who is that man? (laughs) What? Oh, it's looking good so far. Uh, What? (laughs) Oh, no. Who is that man walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, he is my master. Now watch this, ladies. She took her veil and covered herself. You know, we got to teach our young ladies how to cover themselves. They buy into the lie that by uncovering yourself, you become attractive. But when you cover yourself, you become mysterious. Because everybody's out there Just the one who covers themselves because it who, who, who is attractive to have sight of beauty. And she covers herself servant told Isaac all the things that he had done. And Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent, he took Rebecca, and she became his wife and he loved her. Thus Isaac was comforted. after his mother's tent. You know, um, many things could have gone wrong. The servant Economy, right? but you know God steered through all those hazards and put all the parts together and that's what God does in life. of his belief there's all kinds of things that can go wrong but, but God navigates you may have gone through whatever, whatever opportunity you may have missed whatever failures that, that, that maybe hang over your head to this day you know, rather than looking at those things as that what, maybe we could look at them and say you know what uh, God's been behind the scenes putting all the things together to have me where I am today and I can And God's going to take all those things and work them together for good. He's going to work them together for good. There's a human responsibility here. I mean, God did his part. The servant did his part. Rebecca did her part. Abraham did his part. There's a human part we have to play, right? If, If Abraham would have never started this, it would have never happened. <clears throat> the servant carried out his assignment. He was loyal to his commission to further God's program to bless his master. He trusted God, looking in prayer to God's leading. Yeah, he he praised God even when the assignment was completed, and that praise is an important part of the story. Um, uh, Abraham, we've been talking about types and shadows. Abraham is a type. God's planning a marriage festival in heaven for His Son. Matthew twenty-two tells us Isaac is a type of the Lord Jesus Christ. Last week we showed how Isaac was a preview of Jesus by um, uh, uh, being willingly being being willing to be offered up as a sacrifice. Uh, listen, Isaac is seeking a bride. Guess what? Jesus is seeking a bride. Right? Uh, 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 Isaac loves his bride Rebecca. Guess what? Christ loves his bride the church and gave himself up for her Eleazar the servant is a type of the Holy Spirit Acts chapter 2 the Holy Spirit comes for one purpose to gather a bride for the son to glorify Jesus that's what the Holy Spirit comes for among other things but to, to you know when, when we when we repent of our sin and when we when we humble ourselves and, and, and say Lord Jesus I need you in my life that's because the Holy Spirit's been working in your heart that, that's why. That's how that happens. It's the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Eleazar constantly gave honor to the, to the Father and to the Son, that is to Abraham and to Isaac, just as the Holy Spirit constantly gives honor to God the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ. Rebecca is, is a type of the church. She's a type of the church. Uh, uh, she's, she's one who was, who was brought to the Son. The Holy Spirit, uh, Eleazar, if you would, went to get Rebecca and then brought her to the son Isaac. And so the Holy Spirit goes and gets us and brings us to Jesus. Before one can enter into God's church, he must first answer the question of the father's servant in Genesis 24, 58. Uh, then they called Rebecca and said to her, Will you go with this man? And and, and she said, I will go. I will go. I love this. One of my favorite stories the Bible. Who knew? How about Rebecca when she heard the full story? And she heard about the covenant that God made with Abraham. When she got went back to, to Naor to visit the gals with her fifty-two camels or whatever she had, you know, and all the fine clothing and girl, what? Well, what did you do to deserve all this? Blessed by the Lord, <laughs> you know? Blessed by the Lord. <laughs> right? It's an amazing story. Hey, if you're single, you know, I look over this way when I say that, not assuming all y'all are single, but hey, you know what? I would, there be a couple over here too, yes, I would say, let God do that work for you too. You know? Uh, uh, listen, Isaac could have went and got him a wife. He's probably a handsome man. He probably, you know he had, he had lots of money. If you got lots of money, you don't even have to be handsome, <laughs> right? You ever, you know, it's like, man, okay, how? In, oh, oh, okay, I see. Ferrari, okay, that makes sense. All right. that makes sense, you know, in the world's eyes. Isaac could not have gotten a Rebecca. He couldn't have gotten her. He could have searched the entire Middle East, the near ancient Near East. He would have never found Rebecca. Why? Because only God can bring you Rebecca. <laughs> oh, you go get somebody else. But if you want Rebecca, you gotta wait. Rebecca could have never gotten Isaac There's no way She's a half a country away She doesn't even know him You can't go get Isaac God has to bring him Or bring you to him Yes So for you single cats You just hold out and you wait I was committed to waiting And I don't pat myself on the back It wasn't easy It wasn't easy I used to go to our church years ago said man how come you know because you know when you're a pastor and you're saying i wasn't married till i was 35 and i think that at least three quarters of the women in their church felt like it was their responsibility to get me married they felt like they were Liaisons. liaison and they do things like invite you know you know family you know married woman with you know kids and a husband hey we want to have you over for dinner i'd be like yeah you know i'm single i'm always down for dinner I remember one time this gal said, well, we have to let you know. We invited someone. I went, oh, there you go. Come on, man. No, you guys would be friends. No, 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 no. I don't want to do that. No, 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 no. What's she look like? Oh, I can't believe I just said that. Oh, dang it. Somebody else, you know. Oh, we met this girl. Blah, 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 blah. Y'all would be perfect. I said, okay, whatever. She'll be at church Sunday. What? Oh, my gosh. Do that to me. The guy came up to me and said, you know, Pastor Richie, I don't get it, man. There's all these girls in the church. Why are you single? I said, man, I'm waiting on the Lord. He went, whatever, man, whatever. Okay, whatever. You just, you ain't looking. I go, trust me, I'm looking, all right? But I'm, I am I, I, made a deal with God. I said, God, you know what? The only thing I ask for when you bring me a wife, is that I know that I know that you did it, and I didn't do it, because I felt like if I did it, then I, I was not. I, you know, I think it might have been the Lord, it might have not, been, but I don't know, you know. But it, so this has to be you, God, and 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 the story about God brought me my bride. It was just totally God I mean, step by step, the whole way, and and and, and when that happens, then then you know uh, uh, that gives you fuel when when good times bad times come, difficulties come, when hardships come. You don't have to question that covenant because you know that you know God brought her. You don't have to question that. You don't have to question that. Uh, and then this gentleman, when, you know, the Lord had, you know, begin to stir Don's heart, you know, it was a slow process, but very you know, it took a while. She came and visited our church one time, and she was kind of, like, making her way over real slowly, like, you know, we don't want to move too quickly. I'm like, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's going to take, I'll be 100 years old by the time we get married, shoot. Right? And uh, she made her way over, and uh, and this gentleman who said, man, what's wrong with you? You ain't looking. And I said, hey, hey, come here, man, come here, I want you to meet somebody. This is uh, Dawn, and, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. you know? And uh, and you know and, and you know, a little bit later, you know, I saw him, and I said, Any questions? He goes, Nope. <laughs> I said right off. Yeah, I no, you get it now. And that's my story and I'm sticking to it. But you know what? It's really God's story? time, God's like, just let him go, let her go, they go, well, okay, bang, right there, oh, I got you, right? praise the Lord, praise the Lord, That you know, Eliezer don't quit, <laughs> Eliezer don't quit, he will keep coming until he accomplishes his mission to glorify the Lord Jesus, aren't you glad the Holy Spirit came after you and didn't quit, I am, I am, I am, Father, we thank you for your word, you've spoken to us tonight, God, but, but may it. Something inside of us, and may it encourage us. May, may, it, may, may we, may we. I, I, I believe Rebecca looked into Isaac's eyes, and it was love at first sight. And, and Lord, if we look into Your eyes tonight, for us. we're not worthy. of it. We're not beautiful. the outside, and you've created us, and you've made us who we are, and I thank you for that, God, and Lord, we just pray that, that you would strengthen your people, and that you would invite us into community, That we would draw into family. and ask you in Jesus' name, amen, amen, Lord bless you guys, have a great, have a great week in Jesus, how many ladies going on the retreat, look this way, oh, my goodness, you are all us awesome. out of here like last year, oh. Wow, ladies have a great trip.